If you're a Disney Plus subscriber and you're watching The Mandalorian, Jack and I have a podcast for you. Every week, we'll discuss the latest episode of The Mandalorian and talk about other great content and maybe some not-so-great content on Disney Plus as well. As two lifelong Star Wars fans, we have a ton of fun geeking out over all the little details of the show, and we want you to join us every Monday. So search for Disney Plus Reviews. That's Disney P-L-U-S Reviews. Hey, Phil, how about that, Baby Yoda? Baby Yoda says, what's the podcast? Welcome to a new month, film and pop culture fans. It is, once again, your boys at Quality Check Podcast. I am yours truly, Daniel Posey, and joining me, as always, across the internet is Drew Douglas. I need a catchphrase. I've been racking my brain thinking of a cool catchphrase <laughs> for when you introduce me, and I just I haven't quite figured it out. It should be pop, pop. Maybe maybe the next one. I feel bad, though, if I steal that from Pop Pop. Remember when? <laughs> remember the episode when he does have to give away his catchphrase? And he's, oh, just like, yeah. he's just like doing equations, trying to figure out the next one. We never finished our community podcast series, by the way. I think we did four, four, the first four seasons, and then we stopped. I know that's that's remember that? Yeah, we, we should end up doing we should end up having to follow up. Because season five is like the best, and then season six is not good. Yeah, it's funny because my girlfriend literally we were watching it together, and she stopped watching it with me. <laughs> she's she's not like, into it. Not the final. Yeah, she's like, uh, oh, like season six. Yeah, she's like, I yeah. just I'm giving up on it. I'm like, oh, that's sad. Well, you gotta finish. I mean, if you're that close to the end, finish it. And I think the finale is pretty decent. And then. Um, you know, fingers crossed we get a we get that and a movie some point. Um you know, I'm I'm holding out for that. I think all all true community fans are holding out on that, but I think eventually that will happen, especially the one thing that gave us more hope was the pandemic table read. You know, we got all of them over Zoom doing that and they left out uh, well, they included everyone but Chevy Chase. So and and the harmless says, you know, right now they're trying to crack the story. So that that makes me feel positive that this could yeah. happen. Yeah, and of course Harmon keeps his creative juices flowing. So I I remain very optimistic and hopeful that we'll get that movie eventually. Now, percentage-wise, Donald Glover coming back. Oh yeah, he'll be back. You think so? Absolutely. He'll come back. The way that he was responding and, and playing off of especially especially Danny. Oh yeah, I would say that he'll be back. Would you rather have Glover back for for a community movie or Glover back as Lando in like a Disney Plus series? Man, that's tough. Actually, that's a very tough question. I think I'd go the community route cuz we haven't too. seen we haven't seen Troy since season 4. Well, season five, but and just with that character being more original, I I'd like to see more of him as Lando, but I feel like the dose we got of him is good. Like I'm, I don't necessarily need more. I liked it, but I'd be I'd be interested. Anything that man does, I'm interested. Just like our talk about John Carpenter before this, anything that Donald Glover does, count me and I want to see it. I'm a part. Like, yeah, he's. Whatever he's working on, music, 
movies, TV. I'm, I'm there for it. Uh, speaking of, have you watched any more Atlanta? I've still only seen the first episode of the season. <laughs> I'm bad, though. I'm rewatching stuff. We had a bunch of really good series that debuted in April. And um, so far, all of the things that I was looking forward to in April have turned out to be really good. So uh, fingers crossed that we can continue that trend this month. Loves. Uh, well, speaking of, that's a great segue to go right into, as I mentioned, new month. Andrew, you were talking about a lot of good content coming out in the month of April. So we are going to do May Pickums, where we pick three things that we're excited about. That's It's coming out. It's brand new. It's fresh. And we're excited to share that love with you. But before we do that, we've got an update for you. And Drew, what is that? It's the old Rotten Tomatoes game. Now, usually the rule is a movie has to be in theaters for two weeks before we can lock in the score and find out who predicted closer. But something wild happened this <laughs> for one of these movies. It's a twist. We overshot it by at least 30%. 30% for you, 31% for me. The movie is called Memory, starring Liam Neeson. Uh, 30% right now on Rotten Tomatoes. You said 60, I said 61. There's no need to continue this on for another week. You're, you're getting the points. You just narrowed the gap a little bit. I'm now winning nine to seven for the first half of 2022. I need this. We have five movies that we've locked in for May. Uh, and then we're, we're going to wrap up with June. And it's going to be a super tight race. Now nine to seven. I am closing the gap, but I'm worried that it's going to open right back up again. <laughs> it could. I think it's going to happen with uh, one movie coming out this week. I think I've already basically locked that in because, unlike previous months, this was uh, these picks were close, where we're literally one percent off of each other. And honestly, with the pick of our oh, last time we were guessing, I had to do that. I I I wanted to make sure that I was close because the last couple of times I ended up you know, going extremely one way or the other, that's whenever I ended up shooting myself in the foot. So I had to make sure I didn't do that. And memory was a great example of that. But this upcoming one, like you said, the new one we've got coming out this week, I don't know. It's unfortunate, but I'm worried that score is just going to keep tanking. Yeah, it's good news for me. Now, the movie that didn't memory, we we picked the same score, so you had to adjust yours? I did, yeah. All right. Well, you were very smart to to drop it, to go think, 1% less. Yeah, that's right. No, yeah, that that is right. We ended up, we did have the exact same score. Uh, oh, no, it was Top Gun Maverick. Was it? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Top Gun Maverick, we are... No, because I got 84, you have 82. It yeah. has to be this or men. Or we men, were 1% yeah. off. Huh. It's got to be memory. Yeah. Now now, now, my brain is starting to get a little foggy with that. But we should, we should know. But it, we haven't had a podcast in two weeks, so I'm oh. going to blame that. We, yeah, we got to blame it on the bye week. Um, well, I'm glad that I'm able to... to get one more because this will help me, but we'll see, especially with the news of Top Gun Maverick getting rave reviews coming out of CinemaCon. That's looking good in your favor. I take that with a grain of salt. Not that that 
it's not going to get good reviews, but, um, I mean, that's an event where it's not necessarily fans. Yeah. And that's going to, that, that will be a very different story, I think, because there have been a few movies where they've raved about it. I want to say like Ghostbusters Afterlife, they did that. Yeah. And that was like 60 something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So I don't think it always translates. Right. Well, let's go ahead and shift gears and we'll start talking about our May pickums. And I have to say, I'll, I'll give you a heads up that I've got two movies in one album. Oh. I'll give that tease. Yep, I've got some more music. I have been on this trend for the last three months, including this month, of having music. I am getting out on the bike and enjoying that, but that is not my third pick. My third pick has to go to a movie coming out in theaters on May 20th, and that is Alex Garland's brand new A24 movie, Men. Don't know anything about this movie. I... I'm going in blind in the exception of whenever I saw X, we talked about this, but I walked in, they were playing the very end of the trailer. I saw like three shots, a very weird, eerie stare down is going on between this man and woman. I don't even know the actor or actress that was playing in this trailer, but it's Alex Garland. First time we're getting a movie from him since Annihilation. I'm here for it. Can't wait to see what he brings to the table. Count me in. I'm all for the weirdness. But I'm curious if you've got this on your list. Well, you're just going to have to wait and find out. Ooh. Told you I'm playing uh, I'm playing by your playbook this weekend or this <laughs> week. Uh, I'm not going to let you know if that's on my list until it is or it isn't. I don't know. We're going to find out. <laughs> my number three, it actually comes out. This week, May 6th, my birthday. This is a little birthday yes. present for Mr. Kevin really Feige. Good. It's called Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. This is the 28th movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And uh, the cast includes Benedict Cumberbatch, Elizabeth Olsen, and Mr. Benedict Wong. I just now realized two Benedicts in the cast. Interesting. This wasn't one of my original picks, I got to be honest with you, but it's sneaking in. It's sneaking in. Because I'm getting hyped to see what director Sam Raimi, his horror influence has on this film. Loves. We've been hearing that this is the MCU's first horror film. They talk a lot of game that these movies are the first to do this or that, and they never really do it. But I'm hearing that they're definitely, this has a Sam Raimi feel to it. It may not mm -hmm. be uh, an Evil Dead Sam Raimi, but it's Raimi within the confines of the MCU. That's Super fascinating to me, and I, I'm getting hyped for this movie because of Sam. Yeah, I feel the same way about it. It just keeps... My, my excitement level is building, and knowing that we're getting some Raimi... It's not going to be unhinged Raimi like Evil Dead, but we will get some of those spices of Raimi. And I'm, I love it. I, and... I've tried not to watch a whole lot with the trailers. I also have to ask, when are you watching this movie? I'm uh, I'm going Thursday because we go on vacation a couple days later. So I gotta one. I don't want to. I don't want to know any spoilers. So it's like you got to see this as soon as possible. Along with Sam Raimi, though, it's those. It's the big spoilers. It's the cameos I'm interested in. I've seen two headlines. One that says 
if you're going into this movie expecting these crazy cameos, you're going to be disappointed. And I'm like, oh, crap. Oh. What? And then I read another headline that said this movie is literally created only to serve as showing off these cameos. So I have no, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to believe. I'm getting two different things. I've avoided, like you said, I've only seen the original trailer. I'm, I'm avoiding the TV spots. I'm trying to avoid headlines uh, reviews. I don't want anything spoiled. Like no way home. I had something massive spoiled, a lot. Uh, you know, beyond that, three Spider Man were in it. So I'm trying yeah. to go in this one clean. Yeah, I, I I've got as we get closer, I'm just getting more and more excited, and I do think that we're going to see some great things. I'm trying not to put a lot of expectation on it, but I'm getting more hyped. That's for sure. We don't need to go into cameos or anything, but do you think Bruce Campbell? who is a, a staple of Sam Raimi's movies. You think he makes a cameo in this? Yes, but I don't know if, as, I, I don't know if he's just going to pop up in the background like the bellhop in Spider-Man. Yeah, I'm assuming like a side non, like a non-comic book character, but just yeah. a fun cameo. That's my guess, yeah. What do you think? Hmm. Oh, he's got to. It would be a, a misstep not to. Yeah. I would love and then I'm assuming like his brother's gonna be in it, his brother's in all his yeah. stuff. So yeah, I what about the total number of cameos? How many cameos do you think we'll see in this? <laughs> I don't know. Is it gonna be do we count cameos? It's like in No Way Home when in the sky you see like characters emerging. <laughs> like, is that a cameo when we see Rhino and no, Raven? Or we gotta go is it full blown like uh they're clearly who it is? I'm hoping my this has been a rumor for a long time that at some point we're going to be introduced to the Fantastic Four. Yeah. I would like to be introduced to Mr. Fantastic this way. And this is no announcement on who's been cast. Just imagine going into the movie and you're like, oh my gosh, so and so is playing Mr. Fantastic. Ideally, it's obvious it's an obvious pick because he's been rumored for a long time and in the running. Um, but John Krasinski would be dope. Loves. He would be so good. Yeah, I, I'm holding out for that. And in terms of what we'll get from this, I don't, I'm not holding out for anyone specific, but I mean, I do wonder if we're going to get a tee up for some big cameos, like kind of what they did with Spider-Man No Way Home. And we'll see what could happen next, but we're not going to get them. I'm expecting a lot of what we got at the end of Eternals with the voice, and we're going to hear others to speculate. And we may see a few of them, but I think they'll be a little, they'll have some bait and switch going on in this, unfortunately. I feel like the massive cameos of, you know, whether it's screen time or dialogue, it's it's under five. It's got to be under five people. Yeah, there's going to be like one or two huge ones, I bet. Yeah, I was thinking, uh, my guess is on three. We'll get about three. We'll find out. I'm nervous. I'm nervous and excited. And uh, I just, I hope we have fun. I hope it's fun. Yeah, that's the thing. And I think it will be. It's it's Raimi. I think most of the time he gives us a fun time at the movie. I mean, does he? he? It's been a while. We talked about this. He hasn't made a good movie since 2009 drag me to hell. Cause I didn't think the Oz movie was good. He hasn't done a horror film since 2009, but who knows, man, this could, this could open the door too for him doing Spider-Man four. 
I mean, how wild would that be to get Toby back? And they they do the they do a fourth one after this does really well. Yeah, yeah, that and that that would be cool. I would I would be here for that. And there's a possibility that he might be ending his vision of those Spider-Man films. But yeah, I, I mean, I would I would love to see him back in some capacity. And I haven't even seen the movie. And that tells you what, you know, how stoked I am. But then again, I'm wondering if that will have a negative influence. You know, like if I'll walk out of it and say, yeah, no. Because like what you said, the track record, the recent track record has been a little iffy. But hey, it's still Sam Raimi. So my number two pick is not Doctor Strange, but it is... The Black Keys brand new album, Dropout Boogie. You kind of got me turned on to this because when the uh, single released, I was originally mm, at first, like I had not heard it and I listened to it. I'm like, it's good. And then I kept re listening to it. And then I listened to an interview with the two guys. And then I realized, all right, this could actually be a really solid album that reminds me of a mix of some of their earlier stuff that may be, say, between El Camino and a little attack and release or possibly, I don't know, thick freakness, but, uh, and also some, a mix of magic potion, but yeah, this is, uh, I don't know if you've listened to it, but they've released another single on this album. What do you think about that? Mm-hmm. I have. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to be honest with you. This is not on my list, but I can't wait for it. I'm not a huge Black Keys fan. I like their singles, um, but they're never really on my radar. But yeah, Wild Child is freaking good. And I think the second single is good too. First two tracks of the album. I love the fact, you know, uh, Dan and uh, the lead singer and guitarist, he had made a comment in an interview that they're returning to their blues roots. They're like going back to this um, style that made them famous in the first place, but they're mixing in kind of what they've learned along the way. I think it's cool. I love it. I've always been a Keys fan. Um, I like some of their albums more than... Uh, the most, uh, I like their earlier stuff a lot and their newer stuff. They've got some good albums. I I would say it's kind of a mixed bag with the newer stuff, but yeah, I am really excited to hear this. Uh, And it's weird because a lot of times with bands, you always hear the, we'll do some, and I think Steven Tyler actually said this or Joe Perry. They're like, you always get fans saying, well, do your older stuff, but then when you play that and they're like, well, not that. And it's like, well, what do you mean? This sounds like our older stuff, but then what do you even mean by our older stuff? And so it's funny as bands continue to evolve. And I think black keys, they're tapping into something that as Dan was saying, it's kind of their older, older vibes, older sound, but I'm getting excited for this release and it's an album. I can listen to this while grinding it out on the bike. You know what I'm going to say? What the best part of this is? What? 10 tracks, 33 minutes long. 30, oh. Basically 34 minutes long. 
It's it's a short one, and that's the thing about the keys. They keep they always keep their albums pretty short and tight. Recorded here in this beautiful state of Tennessee, and also features a track from Billy Gibbons of ZZ Top, which I think is pretty cool. That is, I actually did not know that. I am stoked for this. It's it's I don't usually make music picks. This was on the cusp of being in my top three, along with Liam Gallagher's new album. But music is hard to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Unless we're both interested, it'll be like the time that I brought up Kung's and you're like, who the heck is this? (laughs) I just took my headphones off and I just walked away. Uh, I mean, it's good that these guys seem to be able to work together because there was a stretch there where it's like every headline was about how they they didn't know they were going to do music anymore and they seemed to not like each other. And it's just like, guys, what's going on with you? Just play music and... Have fun. Try to have fun. Like you guys are rock stars. And it seems like they're playing into that a little bit, especially with their last album to now they're, they're playing that up in their music videos. And it's cool to see that because I always love their, especially with, um, Helen for you, the music video that they made kind of in line with the grindhouse style. Uh, cause at the time that's whenever QT and, Robert Rodriguez made Grindhouse, but they made their trailer or the music video like a trailer. So that was cool. I like seeing them get a little wacky with their stuff and not take it so serious, but enjoy it. And I think that's what we're getting with this album. I'm sure they feel all sorts of pressure that we don't know about, you know, creating big, big albums and stuff. 34 minutes long, 10 tracks. Two thumbs up from this guy. Also, thumbs up. Hopefully, my number two pick, it's Top Gun Maverick. Oh. The long-awaited sequel to the 1986 movie about students at the U.S. Navy's Elite Fighter Weapons School. Tom Cruise was in the original, and now he's all grown up. <laughs> and he's back with uh, some new cast members, including Jennifer Connelly, Miles Teller, and John Hamm. It comes out May 27th, which I would say is around the time that I personally feel personally feel like we're officially kicking off the summer movie season even Mm. though summer is until june i feel like memorial day weekend is when the summer blockbusters begin and this absolutely feels like one of those rare examples of movies that you need to watch on the biggest screen possible i've been watching behind the scene videos of how they shot a lot of this stuff it's super fascinating super interesting you can say whatever you want about Tom Cruise, but there's like a three-minute clip of him, and they talk about him teaching his fellow actors, one, about flying. They went through some crazy training, and then he was teaching them cinematography because when they were up in those planes, they had the managed cameras that were built inside of them. Uh, <laughs> props. I, I mean, I love that he's so hands-on, that he's, he, and this sounds pretentious, but he cares so much about his craft that he's, you know, training people to do the best possible job. Super stoked for this. Buzz is good. This, I could argue, besides one other movie, and we're going to do this on a later podcast, my most excited uh, film that I'm looking forward to this summer. I am so surprised by this pick, honestly. I don't know why. I am just was not expecting you to pick this. I'm excited for it, but... Almost my number one this month. Wow, that, I mean... I'm excited. I am excited for it, but I'm I'm 
that does catch me off guard. I, I was a little speechless because this movie looks great. I love a good uh, Tom Cruise action film, but yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I am I am excited to see this on a big screen. It's got to be like the IMAX. I know. Uh, I mean, it's going to hopefully just be amazing. You're just like yeah. super loud, super awesome looking. Um, I think this movie was supposed to come out in 2019. Well, they've been sitting yeah. on this for three years now. <laughs> so let's see what they got. Oh, it's uh, all I can say is I've got the need, the need for speed. Do you like the original a lot? I mean, yeah. I, I think the original's it's okay. I, I like it. I don't love it. But. Yeah, I, I like it too. I don't love it. But the thing is, with that, it's funny. I ended up rewatching it literally a year ago. That's whenever I went to Texas and ended up going with the group of cyclists and in the car down because I wasn't driving. We, they put on Top Gun, the original, and some of them were quoting the movie. I'm like, I don't remember this at all. And <laughs> and it was one of those that it was from like that Gen Xer, you know, like if you play this for Gen Xer. It's like an awesome movie. They don't make movies like this, though, I feel like anymore in this vein like this. So it's cool. It's kind of it's a nostalgic factor. But also, I mean, it, it's one of those that I don't return. I've never returned to actually um, until watching it last year for like 10 years. But it's fun. It's a fun movie. I hadn't seen it since last summer, too, because that's when the it was going to come out and then got postponed. That was First time I'd ever seen it. Yeah, that that's uh now I want to go back and rewatch it. I'll I'll probably save that and do like a double feature and watch the first one. I de you definitely have to watch the first one because you know Miles Teller playing Goose's son. There's gonna be a lot there. So that makes me excited to return to that film. I've already seen like a in, in the trailer, he's like <laughs> he's like, I'm not gonna let what, what happened to my father happen to me. <laughs> I, I will say that uh, Jay Ellis, who's from this show Insecure, he's in this movie and he was on Kimmel talking about Insecure and this. And I'm excited to see Jay kind of expand his wings, no pun intended, to do things, take on a roles like this. I'm glad he got this opportunity. And he just seems like a really cool guy. All of these people talking about this movie seem like they are uh, had fun making it. So, yeah, count me on. Heck, even Lady Gaga talking about releasing the single to this, she seems like she had a blast working on this and working with everyone as well. So yeah, it's, I love it when movies like that happen. Um, and it seems like everyone has a blast uh, following the line with the black keys having a blast. All right. So real quick, my number one, we've already talked about this, believe it or not. What? Yeah. It's Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness. Is it because of Sam Raimi? Yes. hundred percent. Um, Give me all those horror vibes in the MCU. I want more of it. And man, I just, I want to see, it'd be fun. But the more I think about it, I'm going to sound like a sick, deranged person, but give me a blood-soaked MCU movie. Mm. No, I, don't, I think that, that, that sounds awesome. I, I don't think we're going to get that, but I do think that we'll get some splatter, but not soaked. I don't know if I even need gore. I just want... The vibe of a Halloween, or not Halloween, but, you know, a horror film. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Give me some spooky stuff. Yeah. Something that truly makes us terrified. And I, I as we get closer, it makes me wonder what we're going to get. But, yeah, 
anyways, we we've already hit on all the points and and pretty much everything you've said, I agree with. But yeah, it's that Raimi horror in the MCU and plus Bruce Campbell Campbell cameo possibility. Campbell cameo. Um, my numero one. I'm surprised. Maybe you don't like this as much as I thought you do. It's it's a it's the rare Netflix pick for me. It's Stranger Things season four, the final season. I almost picked that. Made up of two volumes, which I absolutely hate. <laughs> just, just, just do just call it two different seasons or something. Uh, it starts volume one starts streaming May twenty seventh. I've been rewatching the series with my wife, and she's never seen it. Uh, we're in the middle of season three right now, and I can honestly tell you that when this show wraps up. I'm going to miss it, and I'm going to miss the characters. Yeah, they're great. They're all great. This is the second time I've watched it, um, front to back, and I'm enjoying it a whole lot more the second time. Maybe maybe it's because I've seen it, and I don't feel the need to binge it all in one day, mm, Yeah. and by the end of it, you're tired of it, and you want it to wrap up. Like, we're kind of spacing this out. Maybe that's helped. Um, I don't know. I want to ask you this, too. Maybe I'm overlooking something but when this show wraps up the second volume is in july when this is over and done i feel like netflix will have easily lost its best piece of content for for a tv show yeah i mean the thing is with this man i just it's funny because i held out on this for so long and then i benched it with my family and what you and your wife Lexi are doing is kind of what I do with my family, but in the course of a few days, I loved every minute of it. And because of that, there was a feeling I got with watching this that I haven't had with any other show. And I think it's because we love horror and we also love the era and also the genre and the filmmakers and storytellers that inspired the Duffer brothers to make this. Um, and I think it has all those ingredients that we love. And yeah, I, I, yeah, I think I may actually agree with you. I mean, there's nothing that comes to mind that tops it on Netflix. I mean, I don't use that service a lot. Um, but I, I feel like people are coming around to the fact that it has a ton of content, but not a lot of the content is very good. Quality, yeah. And that's one thing we've ripped on the movies. The movies are just not good. There's too much of it. It feels oversaturated. Um, I don't want to get into what's wrong with Netflix, but this is this would be a draw to get me to you know subscribe to your service. Yeah. And outside of this, I don't know if there really. I mean, there really isn't anything. Uh, but yet we're in. Like I said, we're in the middle of season three, and this is like full blown eighties by this point. Lex really. Mm-hmm. My wife really likes this season because a lot of it takes place in a mall, which I like. But we're seeing all these companies and brands and stores that oh, yeah. maybe we don't see anymore. And it, it does bring back a nostalgia feel that I love. And like you mentioned, they got posters for the thing on the wall in the kids' room. It's like entertainment, pop culture stuff that we love. And the Duffer Brothers, obviously inspired by directors that we love. So, yeah, maybe 
it's like that perfect show for for us. And I'm interested to see what one how this show wraps up. Is it going to be good? I hope it is. And then what do the Duffer Brothers do next? Because I think they have a deal with Netflix. Mm, yeah. So I'm, I'm interested to see what kind of content they they crank out next, and is it going to be uh, it's 80s good. based? Is it yeah. uh, what you know? What genre is it? So super stoked! It's it, it, it's going to bum me out though. I love. I was just thinking how much I love the character of Jim Hopper, you know, and not having him around, you know, post season four is going to suck. Well, and him working off the dynamic between him and Millie Bobby Brown that's great. You know, they're a great pair. And yeah, I, and I have to say, this has got to be Harbor's best work and Winona's in a long time. But, you know, I have a feeling that this show itself, I feel like the Duffer brothers have a better um, his, uh, future ahead of them other than Benioff and Wise from Game of Thrones. Because I would argue this is kind of like the Netflix version of Game of Thrones. It was their biggest show yeah. uh, for so long. And But the great thing is it's original. You know, It may be based and influenced by a lot of as we, what we're talking about, those ingredients. But nonetheless, I think that makes for a very hopeful future for those brothers. So, yeah, I, I'm here. I re, I'm really excited for this. Even though it did not make my list, it was tough leaving it off. Did anything else not make it? Like uh, the new Star Trek series, Strange New Worlds, almost made my list. That looks like a ton of fun. Um, I just think I haven't been huge into those Paramount Plus shows, so I'm a little skeptical. But the trailers for that yeah. are super good. Yeah, there's there's a lot of good content. Not as much as April, but um, overall, the the one thing that did not make it was Stranger Things, and I really wanted to put on my list. But man, April was bonkers. Like going back, there's it's been almost too much. I've been I'm still catching up. Been too much. Have you started uh, Tokyo Vice? Not yet. I I will any day now. <laughs> Have you started We Own This City? No, not yet. <laughs> you need to. I'm telling you though, and it's gonna be it would be a huge undertaking. But you you honestly probably should watch. <laughs> Goodness gracious, I don't. I don't know what got cut off or not. <laughs> we got into uh, the upside down. Because Zoom, it sucks at this point, and we're now apparently limited on time. So oh. I might just keep this in here just for fun. Uh, I don't know. Oh. I was just telling you, before you start We on the City, you should watch The Wire. Huge undertaking. Uh, and that's that's all I got to say. I've, I've really wanted to watch that show, and I started it and only got a few minutes in. And and that's it. But and it's not. I I didn't stop it because I don't want to watch it. It just I I'm like I'll get into this whenever I've got more time. And now that with this coming out, I I think I'll end up doing that. You got to be in you got to be in a mood too. You know, it's not necessarily uh, fun. Okay, so you say watch the wire and then this. We own the city. Or maybe watch this and see if you like the vibe of it, and then mm. you can go back to the wire. Okay. Maybe I have it backwards. I don't know. All right, but anyway, oh. uh, May got some good things in it. What are we going to do next? Oh, well, we talked about it a lot during this, and we've got to talk about Doctor Strange. Mm. We're going to do a special Saturday podcast because i got to go on vacation. Woo. So we're going to do something we don't ever do. We're going to 
We're going to talk on a Saturday. And it's going to be strange on Saturday, literally. Any other predictions for Doctor Strange 2? Any crazy deaths? Um, I think we'll see the variants of Doctor Strange die and Wanda variants die. Uh, but I don't think any major deaths. I, you, you know, I think that they'll keep the main characters still in play and they'll introduce cameos, but I don't think they'll play a large role in it. What about those are my three big predictions? Rachel McAdams, she's going to survive. Yeah. I think she'll have a larger role, actually. I don't think she's going to be in this very much. I oh. bet she's in this under 10 minutes. Ooh. Under 10 minutes. I don't really have any massive predictions. I do kind of hope we get, like I said, Mr. Fantastic. Uh, I wouldn't mind a, an X-Men tease, though. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with that. But give us some cool breadcrumbs. Yeah, that's I, I, I hope so. But I think it's still they're they're delaying it. And I think we'll get a little bit of a tease maybe of X-Men. Maybe it's coming about the same time that Feige said that he would introduce them or when they would start working their way into the MCU. So maybe, but I'm I'm trying not to do what I did with the WandaVision where I ended up having a lot of predictions and they turned out to be nothing. <laughs> yeah, the, people people went nuts. Yeah, I went, I, I've felt... I fell into that trap, unfortunately, but it was kind of fun. I think we, I think we expected too much from that show. Now, yeah, one thing true. today, it's May 3rd, Faye in an interview said he believes that the Doctor Strange 2 marketing has shown too much. Oh, wow. So I'm thankful I haven't seen a ton. There's one, I think, massive cameo that they've spoiled. Um, oh, yeah, that's Which true. I think we know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the context of it, but it's interesting that he says that. That yeah. concerns me that maybe that's we've seen the biggest thing possibly. Yeah, that I, I am I'm worried about that to have seen too much, but that's the same way with all trailers anymore, I feel. Just seeing too much, being exposed. But I'm pumped to talk about strange and all the strangeness that will end up happening. So Strap on, or strap on your seatbelts, rather. That sounded really bad. <laughs> strap on? What are you thinking about? Uh, uh, I, I don't know. I, I I just keep thinking of Doctor Strange being sliced up into multiple pieces, and we see his face go flying everywhere, um, <laughs> which was in the trailer. It's uh, in the trailer, yeah, on the posters, too. Turns into Puzzle Strange. So, all right, I'll try that again and say, strap in. It's going to be a wild ride, film fans. So until next time, keep watching. Freaking Zoom, dude. Zoom sucks. Ooh.